Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization with a mission to mobilize the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Last year, their Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, or VITA program, helped 1,400 households file their taxes for free. This year, the expanded child tax credit is available to Chautauqua County households with children, even if they don't normally file taxes or have a recent income. Nearly every parent or caregiver of a child with a Social Security number can receive up to $3,600 per child, and it's not too late. Learn more at getctc.org chq. It only takes about 15 minutes online to claim the child tax credit and learn about eligibility. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of Community Radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit UASCC.org or UnitedWayNCC.org. So right now, here's my interview with Maria Ferguson and George Harper of Roger Tory Peterson Institute right here on Arts on Fire. I mean, I'm, it is really cool to like look in here, and I know we were just talking like, you know, I was here for the uh, last one, the last exhibit, and it, it's so different, you know, like it's really... It's coming in here and it's like just a new, it's new art, it's a new idea, it's totally, it's, it's just so different from the last one, which I love. It's kind of a nice like range and a change, but like, you know, for people who aren't down here yet, you know, you want to talk a little about this and, you know, art that matters to the planet and, you know, what you can find in the exhibit. Absolutely. So in this exhibition, we have 15 contemporary nature artists. So we actually had a call for entries for Art That Matters to the Planet, and we wanted artists to to help us define what they meant by Art That Matters to the Planet with their art. So we got an amazing response. We had 83 artists respond to the call for entries, um, and we had to narrow it down to 15. So we were looking for artists who really engage with nature as the inspiration behind their work in a variety of ways. So we have installation, we have photography, we have paper making, we have sculpture, um, so we have printmakers, so we have a great variety of art, and we have artists who are scientists, we have artists who are really engaging with art on a more emotional level, so they have a different uh, way of engaging with art and wanting to share the message of the importance of nature, the intrinsic value of nature with the viewer. That's really neat, and I mean, that, that's a lot of entries, and to, like, whittle it down to that, like, were you a part of that process at all, like, whittling it down and kind of figuring out what will, like, go in here? I was. So we actually had three jurors, and it was a, it was a really difficult process to narrow it down because we had an amazing response and really amazing art um, that we saw during the process. So we had, um, we, we didn't really know what we were looking for at first because we were just trying to define what we mean by art that matters to the planet through this exhibition. And so as we saw what kind of entries we were getting in, we saw the, the type of art that people were making. Um, and the, the things that really stood out were the artists who were very passionate about their work and passionate about their message about conserving nature. So really then, it sounds like there wasn't a whole lot of, I don't even want to call it parameters or what, like when they were making things for this. There wasn't, it didn't, it doesn't sound like there was a huge box. It sounded like they kind of had, in a way, pretty free reign. I mean, kind of like a broad topic and then kind of however you interpret that, I guess. 
Exactly. We left it very open for them to interpret because we really wanted to see the breadth of nature art practice. So the only thing that we asked of them was to show us a lot about their practice that inspires it. So we wanted to see the data behind their work and their research and their sketches and their in-progress pieces. So a lot of artists were really excited to share these things because not many exhibitions ask for them. So these artists were who are very passionate about their work and about the research behind it and the reason that they make it, we're really excited to share it with us. That's really neat. I like, and you're right, like normally you go in, I feel like you see the finished product to actually go in and like see where it started, where it ends and kind of everything in between. Like that, that's very neat. And again, it's very, uh, it's just different and it's, it's nice because if you've been here, you saw last exhibit, come again. Totally, totally different. I mean, to, uh, I know there's a lot in here and I mean, again, you've, you've helped like, you know, kind of curate this all. Like what are, do a few stand out to you or a few favorites? Like, you know, like putting you on the spot there, I'm sure there's lots, but you know, a, a few that kind of stick to your mind when you like think of some of the best ones here, your favorites. Absolutely. And I, all of the artists in the exhibition are absolutely amazing. Um, but I will talk about one of the artists who is our only international artist. She's from Barcelona and she was born in Colombia. So her work is abstract work and she looks at the uh, places and, and nature of Latin America. And she thinks about it from uh, the sharing of knowledge from the indigenous perspective. So she has these amazing abstract works that are absolutely gorgeous and pull you in. And they're each about a certain place or a certain natural element. And then she tells us a story about those. So she's not only giving us beautiful art, she's giving us knowledge as well. That's cool. That's really neat. And, and yeah, so that's the other thing, too. It's not just like local artists. The artists here from like all around, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. We have artists from all over the country, Um, so we have one international, and then we have artists from Hawaii, the Pacific Northwest, from the South, from Texas, from, uh, and a couple from New York as well. That's awesome. So, I mean, how, uh, you know, it's it's open today. People can, uh, while they're listening to this, now you can come down and see it. How long do we have to see this? How long is the exhibit going to be up for? So this will be up until October 30th, so you have about three months to to come check it out and, and come back multiple times because there's a lot to see. That's awesome. Is there, uh, you know, is there anything else we should let people know or, or add to this? So we do have our opening event uh, tonight from 6 to 9. We will have a panel of three artists talking about why they think their art matters to the planet, how they make their work, and the ways that they try to be um, sustainable and how they try to spread their messages about their work. Um, so come tonight from 6 to 9. It'll be a lot of fun. So, you know, I was just talking to Maria and, uh, you know, we're just talking about this amazing new exhibit, Art That Matters to the Planet. And uh, it's not that it's an amazing thing going on at RTPI, but it's not the only thing. We have a lot more coming up this summer. Summer is not over here. You want to talk a little bit about uh, what else is coming up at Roger Tory Peterson? Absolutely. So one of the big things coming up is on August 20th, Saturday, August 20th, we're having Roger's birthday bash. And so Roger Tory Peterson would have turned 114 years old this year. And in honor of that, we're hosting a concert because who doesn't like a good concert on their birthday? Right? And so we're having the Probables, a local prominent band, uh, come play from 1 to 4 p.m. that day. And so tickets are only $20, and in that you get to see this exhibition. Then you get to have the concert, we have a bar open, we'll have games, we'll have cupcakes, and we'll sing Happy Birthday to Roger Tory Peterson all during the concert. And so it's going to be a really good time from 1 to 4 p.m. Uh, doors will open at noon on that day. In addition, We have things happening every Wednesday. So every Wednesday between now and September 14th, there's Art After Five. 
And every week we have a different musical group that performs. And so we just had um, St. Vith with us. Uh, we've had Bruno Brunicini with us. We've had a number of other local artists with us. We'll have the assembly coming back September 7th and a whole bunch of other acts between now and then. Then once September 14th passes, we'll do Art After Five once a month just to keep that vibe going so we can all enjoy a little music, a little art, a little wine, a little food, you know, and a lot of fun. And so those are really great opportunities for people to come and, and have a place to go and enjoy some live music, but not in, in the atmosphere you often would yeah. see some live music. Well, including I like that, too, because, I mean, summertime, tons of live music around here. But as you get into, like, the fall and winter months, it starts to go away a little more. You don't, you don't have these, even an event like Art After Five, kind of, you know, come September, a lot of these things disappear. So it's nice that you're keeping something like that going the whole time. And also nice, you know, as people are listening to this, we're just talking about this great exhibit. Kind of a nice add-on. Come grab some music. Look at the exhibit. Take it all in. Exactly. And those, uh, I mean, we, uh, I've talked to David Niles a few times also from RTPI, and, you know, he talked about Art After Five and stuff, and, yeah, it's been going on all summer. I mean, have those all, has that been going well so far? All those have been going really well? It has been going well. We had uh, uh, close to, well, somewhere between 75 and 100 people here when Bruno played. Nice. A couple weeks ago. And so they range anywhere from having about 30 people to here to having more like 80 people here. Uh, week to week, and we think one of the key things is how's the weather, right? <laughs> so whenever possible, we have it outside on one of the patios, in a space that's appropriate for that performer and and for the weather. Every once in a while, when we have to, we'll bring it inside, like we did last night for Saint Vith. Uh, and so, um, it's it's a fun time. You get to see people you might not see otherwise, and as you mentioned, you get to see the exhibition and spend all the time you want. And during it, we'll tell you a little something about the art. So there's an added bonus. You learn something, too. You come, you get music, see art, you learn something. It's like, a, it's like more than just a concert, definitely. The concert's almost just like one part of it, you know, which is really cool. But you know, as we kind of close out here, um, I mean, anything else we should add? And as well as that, where do we kind of go find more information where people kind of stay connected with RTPI and go, you know, go write these dates down on their calendar and all that stuff? So... Anytime you want information on what we have coming up, just go to rtpi.org. No H, no www, just rtpi.org, and you'll find us. Go to our calendar. Everything's listed. Who's performing that week? Who's performing the rest of the weeks? All listed right there. Easy to find. Beautiful. You'll find it all right there. And, I mean, again, like we just gave you a whole lot of stuff to do. If you're listening to this, uh, the exhibit opens tonight at 6 o'clock. You have a little time to get down here, probably like about 30 minutes by the time you're hearing this. So get on down, see that. But if you can't make it, you got Art After Five, you got the Bird Bash, you got a lot coming. Actually, come down here, go check all those out as well. Come back a few times. But uh, you've been listening to me, Anthony Merchant, down here at Roger Tory Peterson Institute, right here on Arts on Fire. <laughs>